Welcome to My Crazy Office Podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work. Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They are committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office. Today we're going to talk about the danger of not holding your staff accountable because you know too much. We'll start with a question from a manager who finds it extremely difficult to hold a certain employee responsible for their work product because she knows too much about their challenges outside of work. Oh boy, this yeah. is one of the liabilities sometimes of being a caring manager. Yep. I hope more people will send questions like this to info at mycrazyoffice.co. So here's the question. I've been managing my department for five years. And I like to think of myself as a strong and caring manager. I take pride in knowing my people. During the pandemic, I got to know them better because we were all struggling to juggle work and home life. Right now, I know way too much. Mm -hmm. One of my employees is performing very poorly, and I know about her difficulties at home, her unemployed husband, her troubled child, and her dying mother. I find that I can't hold her accountable and her poor performance is hurting us. Any advice? I know this happens and this happens even when there isn't a pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Is that if you're a caring manager, you tend to find out things about your staff that honestly you don't need to know. Yeah. But you do know. So... (laughs) You know, I, I think that when people are going through a difficult time, but they have to show up at work. It helps them. Mm. It helps them to keep their priorities straight. Yeah. So I think you would be supporting this person by holding their feet to the fire. It doesn't feel that way. It feels like that's a burden, but the truth is they need to be focused on something else. Yeah. Does that sound too cold? No, it actually sounds right. I guess I'm wondering how you do that because we know of, you know, we've worked with a number of managers who are like this, who are real caregivers, who are sort Mm -hmm. of the office social worker, and they get the true confessions, and then they don't know what to do with Mm -hmm. that information and still manage. So, Kathy, how would you suggest (laughs) changing, breaking the chains? Yeah, I would say to this person, I feel terrible about what's going on in your life. But while you're at this job, during the hours, whatever they are, nine to five, I really need your focus and your attention. Mm -hmm. Is that possible? Yeah. Because maybe the mother is dying in the room next door. I don't know. Probably not. She's probably in a hospice somewhere. Right. and, you know, you want to be sure that if you're working at home, you have a door on your office and mm-hmm. you're just going to have to, you're going to have to switch the mindset that they need the time off. Mm-hmm. So I have to get someone else to do their job to, this is going to support them and, yeah. gi- and give them the, the opportunity really to get a break from their life, which sounds really rough. And work is a lot easier than your life. We all know that. (laughs) So if they focused on their job, they would be more refreshed. I believe many people might disagree with me. Yeah. Well, I think it's such a good point and understanding that, in fact, you're helping them by saying, let's get to work here. 
Yeah. I mean, do you can't fail in every single area of your life. And it sounds like the failure is coming, you know, in her personal life. So if mm-hmm. she's successful at work, that is going to feel a lot better. She's yeah. going to have the energy to feel better. Now, maybe you have to take some of the work off her back. Maybe she can put in the full eight hours a day mm-hmm. and maybe that's okay. You know, you may give her maybe one or two days, uh, a break. Yeah. You're going to have to work that out and see what she needs. But you have to hold people's feet to the fire when they're hired for a job. Well, and this is where we get to that whole thing of making sure to be friendly without becoming friends. Right. Because I know psychologically for some managers, they suddenly feel like they, in in addition to knowing too much, they care too much. Yeah. And so they feel guilty um, or won't even tell the employee that they're underperforming. You know what I mean? Like they, they'll try to protect that person from any kind of negative feedback. Yeah. And what are you, really, why are you doing that? Uh-huh. Because you're really just hurting yourself and you're hurting the department. Yeah. Now, if they need to take a leave of absence, well, there's family leave. There's things that they can do. Yeah. But if they're showing up for work and they are part of the team, then they have to function as part of the team. Yeah. And I know that feels cold, but having been somebody who took advantage of that once, and I know that when I had work to go to, it helped me through the difficult times of my life. That's so interesting you say that because I was reflecting on the same thing. The Mm -hmm. the most devastating time when I just felt like I can't get out of bed, Mm -hmm. the best thing was to go work and actually to help other people. Right. You know, because then that got me out of myself. That's right. Moment. Right. That's what you're really doing. Mm -hmm. And you know, that doesn't mean you're not sympathetic or that you don't care. It just means you do care and that you're trying to help this person. I know that it's not that easy. And this Mm -mm. is, you know, this also goes back to the rule of as a manager, you're not their friend. Right. You have to treat them as an employee, not as a friend. Friend right. is very different. A friend you'd want to take all the pain away and yeah. you'd want to, you know, live their lives for them, which, you know, maybe you can do. But it, it, when you're paying them to do a job, they need to do their job. You know, it's interesting you say that because I'm thinking they're, they're also, um, in our book, Working With You Is Killing Me, we talk about a certain kind of employee called the empty pit. Mm. And, you know, there are those employees who come with problems. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. They're all about, let me tell you how hard my life is. Let me have you feel sorry for me. Please invite me to your Thanksgiving dinner. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. And I think for a caring manager, you have to also be aware that sometimes someone may be playing you, um, you know, more than just telling you what their actual problems are. Well, that's true. They may be playing <laughs> you. And, you know, honestly, uh, we've been through a tough time here, you know, in the, in the country. We've had this pandemic. And I know people that have gone through terrible times and they still do their jobs every day. Yes. Uh, so... You know, this doesn't mean if you can't do your job, then you need to take a leave of absence. And that you can do. So it sounds like, Kathy, but part of what you're saying is for this manager, it really has to start with an honest conversation mm-hmm. where A, you're not, you're obviously not able to perform your job. B, what's happening, what support might you need. But C, this is what the job requires and are you able to do that and might it help you to do it right 
Right. You want to have an honest conversation with them because if they can't do it, well, then you have to take different steps. Yeah. But if they feel they can and then they actually do it and they realize, oh, I can do my job. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe every once in a while they have to take an hour to go do something. That's fine. Right. But to not hold them accountable is not really fair to right. them and everybody else. Everybody's life, you know, goes through things. Everybody does. Yeah. So, you know. I'm thinking about, I know of a manager who had this and what she did was she ended up doing the- Person's job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of managers do that. And then yeah. they become resentful. Yeah. Yeah. Be- because there's really no payback for that. Right. What happened at the end of that? Did they have to uh, fire them? Yes, she did. <laughs> <gasps> she had to fire them. Well, what happened was that she got in trouble because um, she wasn't actually doing the job properly exactly. Oh. She didn't know all the requirements. And then she had to confess that the fact was that she was covering for this employee. And then she had to confront the employee. And the employee actually revealed that there were other things going on behind the scenes that oh, the manager wow. didn't know about. So, yeah. Like what? Um extramarital affairs. Yeah. Well, see, <laughs> usually when I hear that, that a manager or an employee is, you know, got a lot of problems and they're gone, there's always, there's usually something like that. Like they're just taking advantage of the situation. Yeah. The story. And having the story. an affair and, you know, go home and they have a life and then they come to work and then they use that time to do, to live their lives. Yeah. And that's not really what works about. <laughs> Okay, so the themes that I'm hearing are stay friendly but not friends. That's right. It's tough love but good management to hold them accountable and to see if they can do their job because that will actually improve their state of mind and probably help their situation. Yep. And then just be careful not to be manipulated into doing their job for them. That's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. And don't let anyone do their jobs unless, you know, they, they, that would work, that works for the person, unless they really need a certain amount of hours off. Maybe people are willing to chip in for a short period of time, not the long run. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I know this is a tough question and this is tough love, but this is really what you have to do. Yeah. And as usual, transparency is the key. Yeah being clear as a manager with your communication so that you can find out what's possible. Yeah. That's it for this podcast. If you have any further comments or thoughts on this topic, tweet us at ask K two and follow us on Instagram at my crazy office. Yeah. And if you want to receive our podcast email, text us at two, two, eight, that's two, eight and type in my crazy office, all one word. That's 228-28 and type in My Crazy Office, all one word. And finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at mycrazyoffice.co. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.